these days, we are always told that we should always fight for our causes. We have been told that everything we do, we should never stop, we should try our best and make it happen. <clears throat> but when is it worth fighting for a cause? When is it worth fighting for a wrong cause? We all have known lost causes in our life. Things that we tried, things that we fought for, things that we worked hard for, but they never worked. Life is like that. Not everything that you focus your mind on is going to work out exactly the same way that you want. So today, in this podcast, I'm going to explore when is it not worth fighting for a lost cause. And to start with, what's a lost cause? One of the things that I can talk about is a marriage that will never work. You always get into marriage hoping that everything is going to work out. But things don't always work out that way. You have fights, smaller fights, big fights, disagreements. But then, among those smaller things, you end up discovering that you are not compatible at all. Your fear on life and your perspective is quite different from the other person. The way you see things and the way you want things to fan out is not exactly the same way that the other person wants. So one of the host causes that we all know, because this is a social problem, it's a marriage that will never work, you discover that you are completely incompatible. You don't see things the same way. You don't focus on the same things in life. You have very different goals. But life will have a way of bridling you to these facts when you are a courting. Most of us, when we are young, we are not really focused on the character of the person that we are courting or we want in our marriage. There are other things that interfere in our lives. Um, I'm a man, so I would like to focus on one thing that normally distracts us from fighting out the little character of the other person, that is rustifulness. We sometimes get to marriage because of the roots of the person that we are focusing on as one of our courtees or somebody that we are going to court. And that sometimes is driven by hormones, bodily desires and other things. But that doesn't trust. Youth is a very short time in a human's life. In a man's life, it lasts mostly up to that is and then you start discovering that you want more things and you want a variety of things. So the things that drawn you to that person will not be the same. So that is one thing that I know that distracts us from focusing on getting the right people in our life. And when we discover this, sometimes it's not worth fighting for that marriage. Kids might be involved, but then disagreements are going to be more toxic to the kids and everyone else in that relationship more than anything that is worth fighting for. So sometimes we have to give up on things that we thought will work like marriage. Another one that I've experienced is a startup business that never takes off. We have a very good idea. We have a passion. Sometimes it's based on the things that we love. Sometimes it is based on the things that we want to use to make money for ourselves. We all want money in our lives. It makes our life very easy. But then the idea never takes off. 
And at one point we realized that this thing is not going to work. So we have to give it up. Another one is uh, just an ordinary relationship or a friendship that is based on exploitation. You realize that the people you are friends with or you are in a relationship with, are a, that relationship or a friendship is based on exploiting your resources or, expect, or exploiting your skills or exploiting any material things that you may own. And finally, when you come to that realization, that's the time to give up that cause. Sometimes we end up finding, very, finding ourselves in very difficult situations, like children who do not appreciate you as a parent. They've been poisoned from whatever end, and they don't appreciate you. They've been told you are a devilish person. You are somebody who has bad character. You are going to be bad influence on them. Sometimes they are your children and you love them, but you have to give them up. Our parents who are always putting you down. They are, cause, they are always comparing you to other siblings causing friction in the family. Those are some of the things that are lost the causes. And we know this. <clears throat> some things will never go right regardless of how much time you material process you've already invested. But in some cases, you could be right. Certainly there are examples of entrepreneurs who stuck out on the initial doubt at the tough times to eventually end up being very big winners. But there is also a chance that patients in Cyprus seeking to delay the inevitable, trying to put off having to own up to a mistake. Most of us might be aware of the sunk cost fallacy, the notion that we continue to pour time and resources into things that we already invested in, considerable amounts of both into because of that prior investment. It's an idea that likely no one thinks they would follow into, and yet it exists despite that insistence, suggesting that perhaps we can't recognize our own irrationality when it comes to understanding the lot because we are irrational. We think we have invested a lot in something, so we don't want to give it up, but it is taking more of our resources, it is taking up more of our time, it is throwing out our happiness. It's not working. It's time to give it up. It's a lost cost, my friend. This attitude leads to being wrong or having made a mistake. And it is difficult to give up despite the fact that by definition, giving up should be the easiest thing in the world. I mean, if something hurts you, you should give up on it. That's what we do when we touch a hot pan. Our figures instinctively and reflexively draw out. They don't want to be burnt out. Then when we apply this one to race situations, we don't work like that. We stick to things that are going to harm us to the very end. Our natural impulse is to fight on until the end. But there is something to be said for being smart enough to consider and live to fight another day. That is something that is memorable and something that should stick in our minds when we talk about lost causes. Equally challenging to knowing when to quit is recognizing what to quit on. What are you quitting on? One of the things I've said is a lost cause. Or where? The point is to quit that follows between a due patience and foolishness. Some ideas are clearly not winners from the start. Despite your best efforts and intentions, for some might need that extra bit of time to get traction. They wouldn't try to serve to offset an intrasigence within patients. 
And the three quitting too soon too can do damage as not quitting if neither decision is well considered. And clearly, not every project or idea is the same. So each is going to require its own separate calculus on how much time and resources that you're willing to put into it. So what then is the key to making the right decision when to continue and when to quit and cut the bait and stop fighting for a lost cause? We just need to crystal ball or some way discern the future. But it would be nice to know what is going on to work when we even, even before we start, ultimately we have to approach any decision with both our objectivity and our insight. The odds are that whatever period we are in is one that we'll be familiar with. And with that familiarity comes a certain understanding of all of the factors and people at play. We intuit, or like to think we do, what potential customers and clients want and how to make decisions, and we try to play to that. So it will be study to listen that if we've made our pitch to them and we put what we have to offer in front of them and got a little receptivity, then perhaps we've made a miscalculation. A simple deduction, but one that we would probably rather not count. As difficult as it may be, we also have to try to keep certain detachment from our ideas if we hope to judge them fairly and honestly. It is easy and even natural to become enamored in our own creations, and that affection can bride us from harsh truths or hamper us from making difficult and necessary decisions. We are always, give to give, we are always going to give more time and more money to something we are emotionally invested in if emotion comes into the decision and for that reason alone emotion should play as little role as possible in your thought process artifacts and data don't always tell the whole story but they can help to cut through sentiment when necessary deciding which projects are worth continuing investment and which ones are best catered is a hard process to anyone to be sure various things and in a startup any waste of time or resources is especially painful the same thing can be said for a marriage you have invested most of your youth, 20, 30 years of your life, and it has not worked out. Nobody is willing to start again at this age, but then it could be easily harmful to your health. It could mean your early death. It could mean your spouse becoming so much deranged that they plan on killing you. It could mean your children even hacking up plans to take you to prison, or even your parents, they disown you. When you don't move away from them, they might plan to do harm, bodily harm on you. But there is no mistake as painful as harm, as a mistake that you double down on. You know things are not working, but you are continuing to put more effort. That's what people call fanaticism. Uh, investing on something that has already failed or lost cause. Success can be about minimizing losses as much as it is about minimizing gains onwards. No when to leave the situation. If it is not going to get better, or if solving the problem will bring up other issues, it might be better just to let it go. If you feel that all of your efforts to resolve the conflict or fix things that are failing to achieve any results, or if you've tried everything you can think of to no avail, consider stepping back and walking away from the situation. It's better to leave the problem and move on than to continually dump your time and energy into a virtual black hole in an effort to resolve it. Say goodbye and don't feel guilty. 
no matter how hard it was for you to say goodbye in a bad situation, remember that you did it to better yourself for your own health and for your own mental health so, so much so. You did this because you are an equal person to everyone else and you deserve to be happy too. It doesn't matter who they are. If they are not willing to accept that, then they were not worth your sorrow. And that is what I can say about a rusty cause. No one to quit, no one to give up. Don't put all your energy, money and resources and everything else into something that is going to fail. So, though we advocate that people should fight for causes, it is senseless and foolish to fight for a rusty cause. And knowing when to quit might give you time to start all over. It might give you time to know yourself, to discover more things that you are more capable of or things that are going to work out in your life. Things are not always predestined. You can always change the course of your life from the way you are today. Give up on things that are not working in your life. Don't worry about what other people are saying. At the end of the day, it's your pain, it's your heart, it's your heartbreak. You know better how to make it better for yourself. Stop fighting for lost causes. Thank you. This has been your podcaster, Bernard Wainaina. Some of these things have come from my own experience. Others have learned from friends, but then it is always good to share in a podcast. If you like this podcast, please like us and follow us on Anchor FM on Spotify. It's a very good application for podcasts. You can also broadcast or share your podcasts on Spotify and very many other platforms. Thank you very much and stop fighting for a lost cause. Goodbye. These days, we are always told that we should always fight for our causes. We have been told that everything we do, we should never stop. We should try our best and make it happen. <clears throat> but when is it worth fighting for a cause? When is it worth fighting for a lost cause? We all have known lost causes in our life. Things that we tried, things that we fought for, things that we worked hard for. But they never worked. Life is like that. Not everything that you focus your mind on is going to work out exactly the same way that you want. So today in this podcast, I'm going to explore when is it not worth fighting for a lost cause. And to start with, what's a lost cause? One of the things that I can talk about is a marriage that will never work. You always get into marriage hoping that everything is going to work out. But things don't always work out that way. You have fights, small fights, big fights, disagreements. But then, among those small things, you end up discovering that you are not compatible at all. Your view on life and your perspective is quite different from the other person. The way you see things and the way you want things to fan out is not exactly the same way that the other person wants. So one of the host causes that we all know, because this is a social problem, it's a marriage that will never work. You discover that you are completely incompatible. 
you don't see them the same way. You don't focus on the same things in life. You have very different goals. But life will have a way of bridling you to these facts when you are a courting. Most of us, when we are young, we are not really focused on the character of the person that we are courting or we want in our marriage. There are other things that interfere in our lives. Um, I'm a man, so I would like to focus on one thing that normally distracts us from fighting out the little character of the other person, that is rustifulness. We sometimes get to marriage because of the roots of the person that we are focusing on as one of our courtees or somebody that we are going to court. And that sometimes is driven by hormones, bodily desires and other things. But that doesn't last. Youth is a very short time in a human's life. In a man's life, it lasts mostly up to that is, and then you start discovering that you want more things and you want a variety of things. So the things that drawn you to that person will not be the same. So that is one thing that I know that distracts us from focusing on getting the right people in our life. And when we discover this, sometimes it's not worth fighting for that marriage. Kids might be involved, but then disagreements are going to be more toxic to the kids and everyone else in that relationship more than anything that is worth fighting for. So sometimes we have to give up on things that we thought will work like marriage. Another one that I've experienced is a startup business that never takes off. We have a very good idea. We have a passion. Sometimes it's based on the things that we love. Sometimes it is based on the things that we want to use to make money for ourselves. We all want money in our lives. It makes our life very easy. But then the idea never takes off. And at one point we realize that this thing is not going to work. So we have to give it up. Another one is uh, just an ordinary relationship or a friendship that is based on exploitation. You realize that the people you are friends with or you are in a relationship with, are a, that relationship or a friendship is based on exploiting your resources or, expect, or exploiting your skills or exploiting any material things that you may own. And finally, when you come to that realization, that's the time to give up that cause. Sometimes we end up finding, very, finding ourselves in very difficult situations, like children who will not appreciate you as a parent. They've been poisoned from whatever end, and they don't appreciate you. They've been told you are a, a devilish person. You are somebody who has bad character. You are going to be bad influence on them. Sometimes they are your children and you love them, but you have to give them up. Our parents who are always putting you down. Yeah, of course, they are always comparing you to other siblings causing friction in the family. Those are some of the things that are lost the causes. And we know this. <clears throat> some things you will never go right regardless of how much time you have spent process you've already invested. But in some cases, you could be right. Certainly there are examples of entrepreneurs who stuck out on the initial doubt at the tough times to eventually end up being very big winners. But there is also a chance that patients in simply seeking to delay the inevitable, trying to put off having to own up to a mistake. Most of us might be aware of the sunk cost fallacy. 
the notion that we continue to pour time and resources into things that we already invested in considerable amounts of both into because of that queer investment. It's an idea that likely no one thinks they would follow into, and yet it exists despite that insistence, suggesting that perhaps we can't recognize our own irrationality when it comes to understanding the road because we are irrational. We think we have invested a lot in something, so we don't want to give it up. But it is taking more of our resources. It is taking up more of our time. It is throwing out our happiness. It is not working. It's time to give it up. It's a lost cause, my friend. It is hard to admit to being wrong or having made a mistake. And it is difficult to give up, despite the fact that, by definition, Giving up should be the easiest thing in the world. I mean, if something hurts you, you should give up on it. That's what we do when we touch a hot pan. Our figures instinctively and reflexively draw out. They don't want to be burnt out. But then when we apply this one to our situations, we don't work like that. We stick to things that are going to harm us to the very end. Our natural impulse is to fight on until the end. But there is something to be said for being smart enough to consider and live to fight another day. That is something that is memorable and something that should stick in our minds when we talk about lost causes. Equally, challenging to knowing when to quit is recognizing what to quit on. What are you quitting on? One of the things I've said is a lost cause. Or where? The point is to quit that follows between a due patience and foolishness. Some ideas are clearly not winners from the start. Despite your best efforts and intentions, for some might need that extra bit of time to get traction. They wouldn't try to serve to offset an intransigence with impatience. And the quitting too soon too can do damage as not quitting if neither decision is well considered. But clearly, not every project or idea is the same. So each is going to require its own separate calculus on how much time and resources that you're willing to put into it. So what then is the key to making the right decision when to continue and when to quit and cut the bait and stop fighting for a lost cause? We just need to crystal ball or some way discern the future. But it would be nice to know what is going on to work when we even, even before we start, ultimately we have to approach any decision with both our objectivity and our insight. The odds are that whatever period we are in is one that we'll be familiar with. And with that familiarity comes a certain understanding of all the factors and people at play. We intuit, or like to think we do, what potential customers and clients want and how to make decisions. And we try to play to that. So it will be started to reason that if we've made our pitch to them and we put what we have to offer in front of them and got a little receptivity, then perhaps we've made a miscalculation. A simple deduction, but one that we would probably rather not come to. As difficult as it may be, we also have to try to keep certain detachment from our ideas if we hope to judge them fairly and honestly. It is easy and even natural to become enamored in our own creations, and that affection can bride us from harsh truths or hamper us from making difficult and necessary decisions. 
we are always give to give, we are always going to give more time and more money to something we are emotionally invested in if emotion comes into the decision and for that reason alone emotion should play as little role as possible in your thought process artifacts and data don't always tell the whole story but they can help to cut through sentiment when necessary deciding which projects are worth continuing investment and which ones are best categorized is a hard process to anyone to be sure various things and in a startup any waste of time or resources is especially painful the same thing can be said for a marriage you have invested most of your youth 20 30 years of your life and it has not worked out nobody is willing to start again at this age but then it could be even harmful to your health it could mean your early death it could mean your spouse becoming so much deranged that they plan on killing you it could mean your children even hacking up plans to take you to prison or even your parents they disown you when you don't move away from them they might plan to do harm bodily harm on you but there is no mistake as pain was harm as a mistake that you double down on you know things are not working but you are continuing to put more effort that's what people call fanaticism uh, investing on something that has already failed or lost because success can be about minimizing losses as much as it is about minimizing gains onwards no one to leave the situation if it is not going to get better or if solving the problem will bring up other issues it might be better just to let it go If you feel that all your efforts to resolve the conflict or fix things are failing to achieve any results, or if you've tried everything you can think of to no avail, consider stepping back and walking away from the situation. It is better to leave the problem and move on than to continually dump your time and energy into a virtual black hole in an effort to resolve it. Say goodbye and don't feel guilty. No matter how hard it was for you to say goodbye in a bad situation, remember that you did it to better yourself, for your own health and for your own mental health so, so much so. You did this because you are an equal person to everyone else and you deserve to be happy too. It doesn't matter who they are. If they are not willing to accept that, then they were not worth your sorrow. And that is what i can say about a lost cause no one to quit no one to give up don't put all your energy money and resources and everything else into something that is going to fail so though we are to forget that people should fight for causes it is senseless and foolish to fight for a lost cause and knowing when to quit might give you time to start all over it might give you time to know yourself to discover more things that you are more capable of or things that are going to work out in your life things are not always predestined you can always change the course of your life from the way you are today give up on things that are not working in your life don't worry about what other people are saying at the end of the day it's your pain it's your heart it's your heartbreak you know better how to make it better for yourself stop fighting for lost causes thank you this has been your podcaster bernard winena some of these things have come from my own experience others have come from friends but then it is always good to share in a podcast if you like this podcast please like us and follow us on anka fm
on Spotify. It's a very good application for podcasts. You can also broadcast or share your podcasts on Spotify and very many other platforms. Thank you very much and stop fighting for a lost cause. Goodbye.